Julia, I said, you're persistent and resilient. She compared me to a camel. <laughs> I, said, I was like, is that because I have a camel toe all the time? <laughs> I said, you're like a camel in the She's Sahara like, Desert. No, it's because you're resilient and persistent. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> is that why I'm single? Those are the kind of compliments I give? No. Maybe. I like them because it made me laugh. Welcome to Kitty Whispers. Uh, Welcome to episode two. Two of season two. This time we are by ourselves. Mr. Um, Callie has flown back to Cali. So now I can give you all the real update. And we're so <laughs> excited. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for this. I love it. Thank you. Did you like him? Your honest opinion. That was hesitation. I don't feel like you got to see, like, really him. I think he was concerned about me liking him. <laughs> Do you think so? Not in a bad way. I think he was just trying to, like, like be best face forward. Like, he was trying no, to, like, that, be I most feel mature. like that's him. Like, whenever he's uh, around people, he's not, he doesn't know that well. You can float my ego a little bit. Uh-huh. You could float my ego a little bit. Well, I know. Well, yeah, of course he wants to. I mean, I think I know that he knew someone. that I was somebody important to you. Oh, and for sure. so he was just trying to like, you know, and then we were talking about stuff and I think he enjoyed our conversation. I mean, what did he say? After yeah, that? for sure. I mean, he didn't really say anything. He didn't say. He said that he liked you. Your co your co-host is amazing. Yeah, he did. He was like, I really enjoyed the conversations we had with Lauren today. And I was like good yeah i feel like he's a uh he was a good conversationalist i mean i and he seemed authentic. he is he just comes off as so serious but i, I a lot and uh i guess when it's just him and i he kind of loosens up a little bit yeah. which i feel like that's normal for but i feel like most I, people i vibed with him i feel like we vibed mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. like we like i told you i feel like we if we were hanging out if he y'all were dating regularly and we were going out like he wouldn't be a boyfriend that annoyed me not at all no you would be fine if i left the area and went and did something yeah else. i wouldn't so be would. like if you're like hey me and mr kelly are gonna go here do you want to come and i would be like i instead of be like yeah right. no that's great i mean we both have had experiences with each other that were like that 100 <laughs> percent. <laughs> but as far as like but i want the deep the dirty deets. I know. Don't y'all want the dirty deets? I mean, my memory is kind of shitty. I have slept since then. However, it was a good time. You know, it had been months since I, well, actually, I say that. It had been like I've eight months. It had been a little bit of time. It had been a little bit of time. And, you know, we've been... Real doing quick, this. do you know who's can, who's going to be able to say it's been months the next time I do? For now. Celibate and thriving. For now, it's <laughs> been months. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he got here, and, you know, obviously I was worried about picking him up from the airport and us, like, vibing. Can I say real quick what you texted me? What did I text you? I don't even remember. So I was a little nervous. Uh for you. I mean, mm -hmm. not bad. I know y'all had had a lot of conversation and I knew yeah, you felt comfortable with you him. You knew I was like, but worried I wouldn't like him in person. Yeah. Like there was, there was just, 
verbals, right? Like when mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. closest female friends or meeting with somebody new, like that isn't like, you know, you watch a lot of murder broadcasts. You don't, you don't know who anybody is, right? So, um, and then, yes, I was concerned about how y'all would be together. And then you <laughs> texted me and you said, he is so cute. I want to lick him. <laughs> And I was like, okay, that's when you know good. I like someone if I tell yeah. you that I want to lick him or that I'd lick him. She's like, want to lick him? No, because he like, well, one, he forgot his glasses. The boy is like dang near blonde, and so he had walked past my car when it came to me picking him up at the airport. And then I think he realized, so he turned back around. So I was out waiting by the car and if saw he him walking up and wasn't cute. Would you just roll? Up? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I mean I already knew he was cute because we Facetime all the time, but. He was dressed like, if you know me, the way someone dresses is very important. And he was dressed. Shoes. The shoes were good. The whole outfit was good. He just looked very handsome. And we went to dinner and we had a great time. And then we got home. And, you know, it was pretty great. What is, but, what is you know? I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of escalated. Like, we didn't get home late and we. I mean, he was just like. Was he on you like white on rice? Yeah, he was for sure. Like I was. Uh, okay, so he went to the bathroom and I went to the bedroom. And I was like, I'm going to put my sweatpants on real fast and like a T-shirt because I live in those things. And so I had my back facing the bathroom just in case he walked out, had my sweatpants on, was trying to put my T-shirt on. And he came up behind me and was like, uh, no, ma'am. Like, <laughs> I love it. What are you doing? And I was like, what? No. Like, let, you know, I'm like, it's like, just let me put Mr. Like, Kelly, that's the kind of energy I like. I know. It was good energy. But there is one thing that, like, I don't know. Okay. So, you know, when you watch those shows and in, and in the show, they're, like, picking you up and putting you against the wall and, like, yeah. it's so sexy. Why <laughs> can <laughs> – I can't wait. I'm so excited. Why do I not? So he did that. He picked you up. He immediately like, like turned. grabbed. Yes. Okay. Like he like pulled my sweatpants down, which I think, I think I had panties on. No, I don't think I did because I was wearing a bodysuit. So pulled my sweatpants down, picked me up by my, you know, no, horse legs they and don't ass. Know. Yeah. Okay. And like, pushed me up against the wall and like we were making out and all these things but in my mind I'm like I'm too heavy <laughs> it's so, as sexy as I wanted it to be it was so hard for me to make it sexy I was like I'm just too heavy for this like you can put me down or there's the bed do you want to go to the bed it's like literally right there <laughs> listen do you know where this would be even <sighs> sexier? In the bed. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I told him. And he was like, would you just stop overthinking everything and enjoy this? And I'm like, yeah, no. but I feel like I'm really heavy. <laughs> I don't know. He's not like a huge he plays, guy. He plays sports He does play sports. He does play sports. He's not like this weakling. He's, no. But I guess I'm just used to like six, four dudes. And so when they're picking me up, I'm like, yeah, sling me around like a rag doll. Great. But when he was picking me up, I just, he was fine. He, I'm sure he lifts way more than what I weigh. But in my mind, I was, I was so distracted by the fact that I was like, he's going to be out of breath soon. <laughs> I 
I can like see all of this happening. Yeah. Like, like as I sexy here, as like, I wanted to make it, I was like, God. Listen, if I could have a superpower, it would be to be invisible and I would just like be over there. Wa like, wa no, that's Yeah, you'd probably be in my ear and being like, knock it off. Knock it off. I would like yeah. watch your brain and like you're like baking yeah. out and it, I would like daydream. I mean, I was literally like, this is not. And you know, I've just accepted the fact that I'm not a sexy person. I'm cute. I'm, I'm cute. You are a hundred percent sexy. But every time I'm in that moment of being sexy, I generally will say something goofy. I don't know if you're like sexy in like the kind of like sexy in like a, a exotic way. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that either one of us are sexy in the kind of way that we could like 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 on that what was that movie or that TV show where that woman was like cheating on her husband with a past flame and you know which show I'm talking about and their sex scenes were just so hot and I was like I mean as much as I want to be that hot like put me up against a wall and have your I'm always the more logical of, but we could just go to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> or at least you did not do what I did and be like, oh, Brittany's not going to be able to. Right. I mean. Well, and then the next day, the next morning, I was in the closet. I was in my closet, which I have a very large closet. And so I was like putting things away and he comes in there. Same thing. Picks me up. And in my mind, I immediately like, 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 how does he pick you up? Like, like a, like a, like, like I'm facing him and we're making out and he'll kind of like slide his hands down and grab me on my thighs and like, and you're me. concerned if he can hold you, if he has the arm strength to no, do he, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I don't know why I get in my head about it because he does have the arm strength. But then I immediately am like, oh, it's just like, it's like hot in here and I just feel like the clothes are really close to me. <laughs> You're like doing it, your head's like hitting your like jacket. I'm just kidding. That was, that was a little too graphic. I forgot we, we were in a video. Here. Yeah, well, he was like, Deidre, shut up. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it was fun. I like it. Yeah. I like that I mean, video. we had a... What I would like even more though is that his uh, eagerness and, and like him being engaged with you has not ceased or lessened when it hasn't. you went back. Yeah. yeah I love that. good. I've had some, a couple of long distance things where I was dating someone and, uh, it's like, Oh, they come and they hang out and they spend time and then they go back and they're like, Oh, they got their fix. Like they just kind of fall off. I only had one that did that. Like I've had others that were like, Pers him. like yeah. where they, they're persistent. They really like you. You can tell mm -hmm. that they're mm -hmm. like, um, so into that, it. Yeah. Uh, maintain their consistency mm -hmm. and he has but and that's what I was telling Lauren yesterday uh he kind of made the comment that yeah. he wasn't talking to anybody else does Daytree have a boyfriend no. no 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 because Lauren you know how much attention I need I need a lot of attention I know he I'm lives the one in... that supplies your cup a lot thank you I know, and I appreciate that. That's whenever you said that Lana was like, oh, you're going to be in a relationship. I was like, as long as Listen. the attention isn't taken away from me. No. <laughs> but I don't know. He just, he said that, and that's great and all, but you also live across the country. We have a, we have sporting teams here. I know that, and I made that comment. I was like, but I do have, like, you know, we got roster members. And he told me that if he basically finds out that I'm 
entertaining these other roster members that I, he would no longer be an option. And I don't know how I felt about that. Well, how do you feel about that? I mean, I was a little annoyed. I think you are completely capable and like being comfortable and exclusive with someone. I think that it's a one visit is wonderful and great. Y'all would need a couple more. Exactly my point. I would rather us have two to three visits before we say, I'm not seeing anybody else. Well, I think it's okay for you to say, I'm not currently talking to anybody else. I'm not sleeping with anybody else. But it's not like you are locked and loaded into a situation where, you know, you go out, somebody strikes up a conversation with you and they are like, hey, we want to go to dinner sometime. Like you're not, y'all aren't. Yeah, but I yet. guess, I guess my mindset would be, I would feel a little guilty because he's I, saying he's not. Yeah. Well, I know you really like him and I know you're not doing that right now. Yeah. So no, I'm just going to go with the flow. It was great. Um, well, yeah. Good for you. I'm over here. Single. <laughs> not mingling. I'm still single. Yeah, but I'm not participating in anything. I did uh, take Lena's advice. She's like, you need to be getting out there more. Sorry, mm-hmm. Lena, if you listen. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just making fun mm-hmm. of the circumstance. And uh, so I joined some dating apps. Mm-hmm. Hating it. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's, it's awful. The it's it the is- worst. It's it really is. I know, out there honestly, on the I know a handful of people that have met their significant others on dating apps, and oh. that's amazing. But the ones I tend to meet, it doesn't. Go I should. Very far. I should honestly read some of the messages. I would. They like my thighs. I'm not. Uh, your thighs. Yeah, that was the compliment. Then your eyes. Then it's like, okay, like physically, sure, I'm glad you enjoy the pictures and what you're looking Mm -hmm. at. But, like, I wrote some witty things on there. I'm pretty great. Yeah. Uh, So have a witty comeback. Have a witty response. I don't know. Guys are weirdos. Honestly, just collect the weird messages and we'll read them on here. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, there's definitely been times in the past where I would send y'all like a group text and be like, look what I got today. And it is some of the things these men say are wild. (laughs) I had a guy and he actually is a local, uh, kind of somebody. And he, uh, he's handsome. Mm -hmm. Um, and his first message to me said, um, (laughs) It said, would you rather watch your grandparents have sex or have your grandparents watch you? And I said, 100%. I would rather watch my grandparents have sex. Absolutely. We are not ever having any, I mean, whatever. No. Because, I mean, would we know they were watching? Yeah. Yeah, no, because I'd get dry as the Sahara Desert. Yeah, but like, so I'd rather watch them. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, it can't be that crazy. Yeah. Now, what are you doing? I'll be impressed. What I'll are you doing? Like, my mom and pop pop? No. So, uh, I mean, it'd just be a bunch of, I don't even want to. Anyway, so then I said I'd rather watch them. And then his next question was something about like being watched in the middle, like having like in the stadium, like having the whole world watch or something else. And I forget how I responded. But I remember I was intrigued by his questions. And then I said, but then I was being an asshole. And I said, I, 
I was mediocrely. Uh, Why were you being an it, ass? I said I'm mediocrely interested. Uh, in this conversation? Yeah, I said. Lauren. I know. That is rude. I, that I gave on my phone Were number. you high? No. Who does drugs around here? <sighs> were you intoxicated when this conversation was happening? Wine might have been involved. Anyway, he unmatched You know me. why? Because wine and tequila make people feisty. Not was me. it red wine? Not me. The only thing I say, tequila makes me friendly. Wine, white wine all day, great. Red wine, I get a little emotional. No, I don't know what it was. I thought I was being funny. It wasn't funny. He didn't think I was funny. <laughs> Did he unmatch you? He unmatched me. <laughs> yeah, because that was mean. But I gave him my phone number, and then I like for I said it like a wittily, like I was like a mediocre. Some people just aren't witty though. Well, like he, I he guarantee just, he's used that opener on multiple. People. I'm sure someone probably used it on him. But the funny part is, is we are now friends on Facebook. Oh, so he did add you to social media? Oh no, I think that that intoxicated Lauren then saw him and people you may know. So I was like, oh, <laughs> we know a lot of the same people what's up homie and so now it's very awkward so you know it would be really funny if you is if you like slid into his dms and we're like so would you rather <laughs> i may do it but oh, come up with different scenarios i know speaking of sliding Ooh, i have a good one would you rather a female be really bitchy to you within your first interaction of a dating and app. joking or would you rather her slide into your dms from facebook later i'm not i'm not a slider in her that's a good one though i know i mean i like it <laughs> we may do it intoxicated lauren just she's that gonna one do away. it so we can have kitty content probably you know what else is kitty content is uh jerk of the week from a couple of episodes ago the guy that had a fiance but was his roommate Ooh. he had uh messaged me and he said hey are you free on thursday or friday and i have been like avoiding his like messages right so i finally responded and i said why is your fiance busy that day i mean sorry sorry your roommate that's how you do it, ladies. Call them bitches out. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Ugh. Jerks. So something that brought to my attention, actually it's been brought to my attention multiple times, but I was like, we could dive into this a little bit. I have been told that I have a problem with people telling me what to do. <laughs> Which isn't wrong. At all. Ladies and gentlemen, that's growth. It is. I am admitting that I have a problem. I wouldn't even call it a problem. No. My thing is, in fact, I was talking to an old coworker of mine the other day, and I'm like, no. If someone is my boss, but they are less educated, no offense to people that don't have a college degree or anything like that. But if if I feel like someone is my boss and they're less educated or knowledgeable in certain things and they're trying to tell me what to do, I'm sorry, but it's just not going to happen. Let's know how. That's why I'm better at owning my own business. So people can't tell me what to do. I tell myself what to do. You in mean a, like just this is just like a completely made up scenario that's never happened before, ever, never. Uh you're really, really good at what you do and you know exactly how to do it and you're a professional and some would say more successful 
than the person that's trying to be your boss. Uh, but when you're not wanting to do it their way, there's a problem. Like Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, that that's the fucking wrong way. Or that's not the most efficient way. I, so generally, if someone comes to me, it's like, hey, do it this way. But I'm like, eh, I have a better way of doing it and it's more efficient. I just don't prefer to be told what to do. I also don't love when men tell me what to do. Except for in bed. In bed, yeah. It depends on the scenario. And also it depends on, yeah, the scenario in bed. Because if you're a dick about it, then I might turn around and be like, have you lost your mind? I'm not sure why I'm assuming they're behind me. What? But... <laughs> <laughs> have you lost your mind, sir? What about, like, uh, words of encouragement while you're in bed? Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't mind it. But I was trying to think. I'm like, why am I this way? There has to be something that has made me be this way. I know my dad's this way. That man has never been able to work anywhere but for himself because of the exact same reason. But I think it's because my mom was real controlling when I was younger as far as like what she allowed. And I think that's why once I became an adult, I was like, yeah, no. Nah. I have to be very careful in how I respond. Do you feel that though? Yes, but you're just not realizing these things. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm just now realizing it. I'm like, do I, but I, there must be something I'm, I'm doing. actually very proud of you for realizing it. I also encourage because I, I like doing things my way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also, and I used to have a hard time accepting direction because my way is typically the best way that I know how. Well, and I will take direction. It's but, your approach. Yeah. But now exactly. So, but like in the past several years, especially one, you're supposed to surround yourself with people that are better than you, smarter than you, capable. Exactly. And uh, like you want to learn from That them. you can learn from. And so I do do that. And I think we've seen it within mm -hmm. ourselves. We have strong mm -hmm. suits and we both recognize that and go, okay, well, you take the lead on that or you yeah. take the lead on that. And it's not that one or the other is incapable. It's that, you know what you like boss bitch recognizes boss bitch and goes, yeah. this is where you're really good at it. Awesome. Yeah. I also a hundred thousand percent agree. It is all about approach. If you're barking at me because my mother was very controlling and it had to be her way, even if it did not make sense. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I'm talking about like growing up, not right. recent years. Right. Same. I mean, and, yeah. uh, and so, um, with that being said, I, if you constructive criticism, right, mm -hmm. it's the positivity sandwich, something nice, you're doing this really well, let's work on this. And then this is going to be great or mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But like someone who's an asshole, like, don't take That's it, what I'm saying. It. It's someone's approach and it's the level it's, it depends on our relationship yeah. and the level of respect we have for each other because like I said if it's someone who I admire and I want to learn from and they're telling me how to do something absolutely yeah. but it also has to do with like tone and delivery and those types of things but Mr. Cowley made a little comment last night that I can tell you don't like being told what to do and I'm like yeah I don't especially but I think I can train him <laughs> on his delivery. And it wasn't like he was telling me what to do, but it was in regard to 
if you talk to someone or if I find out you're talking to someone else, then I will no longer be an option and that kind of thing. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Like, so you're telling me I can't talk to other people because. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Um, if you found out he was talking to someone else or going out with someone else, how would you feel? Mm, I don't know, honestly. That's always my rule of thumb. Right. No, no, no. If, if, if that person would do it to me, how would I feel? Would you be angry? Would you be upset? Right. Because it's so new. Yeah. I'm still, like, we're still getting to know each other. So yeah. I, at this moment in time, I don't think I would be all that upset. Yeah. But once we start seeing each other more, yeah, I think. There was a guy that I used to see, and he lived in New York. Handsome. Hot. Great. And a Taurus as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would come in town. And in the beginning, he was coming back re regularly because he lived, his family was from here. Right. And that's how we met, like, locally. And then he moved. And uh, at first, like, there was no harm or foul on either side of it. But then uh, the longer it went mm -hmm. on, the more feelings got involved. And right. then he was coming home. And it was around the holidays, so he was coming home more frequently and, uh, and at that point we had the conversation of like, listen, I don't, if you're going to be hooking up with someone or, you know, we're, I, I don't feel comfortable doing all of these things with you if you're doing yeah. it with someone else. Um, but in the beginning before that, he even tell me like, he was like, you know, I went on a couple dates, like they're just not you. Like, you know, he, like, we were very open about where we were mm -hmm. with other people. And I think that communication and then like, like you said, like self-evaluation of, would I be okay if he was doing this? Right. And I think it was his tone, how he said it, because it was pretty much like, if you are pursuing other options, I will no longer be an option. It was more of like a stern, like scolding rather than yeah. I'm not seeing anyone else. I'd really, I would appreciate it if I was the only person you were seeing. Like if, if it would have been in that tone, I would have been okay with it. Or I really care about you. I'm not involved with somebody else. I don't yeah, want like to. Like I really want to see I'm not even where this goes. Yeah, I'm not even interested. Yeah, that would have been fine. So yeah. yes, if you deal with someone like me on a regular basis, it could be in a professional scenario, a dating scenario. Just check your check your tone, check your approach. Four it T's of help. communication. <laughs> Four T's. I've mentioned them before: tact, tone, timing, and truth. Mm -hmm. So as long as those are in check, come at me correct. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you might get <clears throat> shut down. Don't tell me. I don't like ultima ultimatums. No. And I don't like empty threats because I promise you if there's anything about me, uh, I'm going to see it through. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. it's just going to be that way. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I... Hating dating apps. Not really doing it. Glad to hear and live vicariously through you. Kind of. It's fine. But we thought it would be a great idea since this is kind of like the beginning of the year and everybody set goals in 2022. How can we accomplish our goals in 2023? We always talk about like sex and dating and man, but this time we just kind of wanted to talk about different ways to see the goals through that you actually accomplish because let's admit it, we all set goals at the end of the year. We go into the new year thinking, like, this is going to happen, and then we might accomplish one. So, I think 
I think that it's all about, you know, having the right mindset. I've learned as as I've gotten older, you kind of mentioned earlier, like, I don't really like being told what to do, blah, 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 blah. Like, my girlfriend, Lindsay, and I were talking, and uh, I said, there's just some levels of, like, involvement of who I am that I've accepted, like, this is as good as it gets. Like, this this part of me, like cussing, I'm probably going to say fuck for the rest of my life. Truth. I don't, I don't foresee that uh, being removed no. from my vocabulary. It's just not going to happen. And you know what? I've accepted that about myself. We won't say it in church, but we'll say it here. I'm not even, I can't even promise. I, mean, I might say it under my breath in church. We're not sure. I think I've accidentally cussed in prayer. And then I'm like, you know what? Sorry, God. He understands. You, you see it. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's certain things <laughs> that I'm just, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Uh so I have to be very realistic about my goal setting. And that's one of the things I wrote down is being set a goal that's achievable for you. Yeah. Um, and I like to set, like, I look at big picture and, like, where do I want to go? Well, then how am I going to get there? And so then it's, yeah. like, baby steps, checkpoints, setting little markers, mm-hmm. being accountable. Um, what are some of your goals? So one of my biggest goals is to build my clientele for the year. And so I am trying to make it a weekly thing that I make at least three social media posts on behalf of my business. Love that. Because, you know, that's that's where a lot of my business has come from is through social media. And I think if I I, I wrote some things down like making – Making your list of goals, but also having checkpoints. Making for, a list. Sorry. Making a list. Checking it twice. Okay. But to write your goal down, but rather than just having the goal, like the steps to achieve that goal. So you don't feel like, oh, I have to take all these steps to achieve this one goal. At least. Checkpoints. Make some, yeah, make your checkpoints. And maybe even have a date in mind of, okay, I want to have this goal completed of mine by May. So these are the things I need to do to accomplish that goal and, you know, schedule out times to do it. I want to be a hot ass bitch by April 25th. Yeah. Lauren wants to get back into fitness. And so we're in week, what, two of January? We're going to get this rolling. My kids just went back to school, though, Monday. I'm like two days in. No, she's been bogged down. I totally understand And my official open enrollment ends in four days. So, like, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're at the home stretch. But she knows this, and so she's going to make checkpoints. And she even said earlier, hey, do you want to start working out next week? And I was like, yes. But, like, for me also, it's about little goals, right? Like, I like to – I used to be really Mm – I'm probably one of the most goal-oriented, like, people I know. Like, once I put it in my mind and I truly accept that this is what it is, there is no deterring me from it. And that is – why I've been able to accomplish a lot of things, fitness goals, whatever it may be in the mm-hmm. past. Um, I've also learned that long-term, uh, especially if I want to have long-term change and not just short-term, is that it's not going to be sustainable if I do that, right? Like, So I, I try to make steps to my goal yeah. so it's not just like a shock to the system. So I have been doing one little thing. What? Um, so instead of like when I'm feeling frustrated at the end of the night or something happens, instead of going and pouring a glass of wine, I've been taking my oh. so bugs on a little walkie walk. Every single, I mean, she already goes on walks, but like mm-hmm. if I'm feeling that way, instead mm-hmm. of 
doing that uh, or distracting myself because I tend to do that. I literally have just been like, okay, come on, so, and we'll just go right around the block. Yeah. The block. And it's. And honestly, getting changes. outside in general. Yeah. Like allows you to kind of decompress, get some fresh air. Right. So I have been so doing that's that. always yeah. a good idea. No, I need to get, so I do have workout at least <clears throat> with my trainer a couple times a week, but I need to get better about doing at least two more days a week on my own right? with just like cardio and stuff like that. I think it'll be easier once you start doing it with me. And, uh, I downloaded and paid for an app to do, uh, <laughs> so I downloaded and I paid for it, uh, mm -hmm. for like a, it's like a yoga Pilates mixture. You know, thing. I did that too during COVID and I ended up never using it. I did it like a week and then I got bored. It's, it's messaging me. Are you still there? Yeah, I think it, I'm going well, to be. Well, and the thing be. is, is like you got, I know we do these things thinking I'm going to do this and it's going to be great, but you know yourself. And you know you're going to get bored with that because that's not the type of exercise that you gravitate towards. I, yeah, I gravitate towards. I like uh, I like to be challenging. Well, and I you like, like social. So like, if it's with someone or people, like you do better with like. I'm real competitive, mm -hmm. but I'm also I'm like mostly competitive with myself. So if I once I start doing it, then it's like I want to beat my last time, or I want to do more than I did previously, right. or I like you know. And if I ha if I'm doing it with another person, just by simply having you right there, kind of in the grind with me, I'm gonna do so much more because I'm like, well, I can't just sit here and be like, fuck, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did five of ten. We should arrive. <laughs> I was all right. And Deidre Dealer going, uh, five more, bitch. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So just kidding. I've never been a rep cheater ever. No. I hated. I know. Oh, there was just one. There were a few people in my CrossFit that I'm like, bitch, I know you cheated. She would shave off like reps just to try to catch up because I'd be finishing. Yeah. Oh, it made, burn my ass. Chapped her ass. <laughs> it was chapped so much it burned. <laughs> oh, uh, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, like fitness, I think is a really a, a good one. Uh, work and social media posts is a great one. Yeah. I need to be doing that. I want to be doing more newsletters uh, and getting things out. I've paid for all with all, my new agency. I paid for all these wonderful tools, but it was like, started my business, set it up, and then immediately hit go time. And mm. I just have not been able to kind of dive into You'll it. You'll get there. Um, so, but that's one of the things I want to have these regular campaigns going. Yeah. Uh, I also, as far as like physical, I want to have a better skincare routine. I have not been doing that. We can absolutely help you that there because. Well, I've been improving it. And I don't know if you can see, like, don't I just, do you see it? Like I've been doing like all, all the things every night I've been like, it's important. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you've always had decent skin, so. Decent. But, yeah, if you're in your late 20s and you need to start skincare now. And your neck. And your face. Hydration. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the same way. Skincare is really important to me. I need to drink more water. I need to drink more water. That's Wait. good to get an app, one of those apps that reminds you when to drink water. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh. It actually worked for me when I've used that in the past. Yeah. But also, I was reading um, some different ways to, like, help people accomplish their goals. And I saw to identify potential obstacles. Well, I like that. So when you set these goals, 
What could the potential obstacles be? And eliminate them. I love that. Oh. That's really good. Yeah. Because you have like holidays, for instance. Oh, I'm going to eat healthy. Oh, Easter weekend rolls around and we eat like shit. And then you don't jump back on your healthy eating plan. And that's an obstacle. Yeah. I used to have a lot of like, I used to be very, very into it and Mm -hmm. eating that way. Um, And... I would do that. I'd, I'd pack snacks. I would kind of look at it. I'd yeah. plan for and it. And it is a lot of work, I will say. Meal yeah. prep is a lot of work. It's probably easier if you have someone doing it with you because it does get old. Right. But Pierre, my trainer, always tells me, eat, you know, good five to six days of the week. I'm talking like healthy, clean, no alcohol. And then Saturday is where you have your, like, cheat meals or you can drink and do all those things. And then you're ready to jump back in it on Sunday. So. No, I like that. Not overly restricting yourself, I think, is important. Well, I used to live by when I was, like, training for uh, if I had, like, a competition or something. Yeah. I would live even then by the 90-10 rule, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I'm in maintenance phase, it'd be, like, the 80-20. So most of the time I do really well. Mm Mm-hmm. I love myself a little bit of wiggle room. I think that if you try to, there was like periods of time where I would be a hundred percent on and I would burn myself out. I would be completely it is crazy. A burnout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to do that. I've, I've already kind of been through that. So on this side of it, like I knew that there was no point in starting a hardcore workout or uh, diet plan while I'm in the middle of open enrollment and working 17 hours a, a day. Like that's yeah. not going to, how am I going to do mm-hmm. that? You know, I'm, but now yeah. that you're, Thinking about those things now, right. you can prepare for next or this right. next year that when it is coming to time, you can have like healthier snacks around, things yeah. that you can like eat on. Yeah, like I've, I mean, this is my first rodeo, so I've learned I've learned things through the course of it. It's just it'll be much easier next time because oh, it'll be an established habit. Um, it takes twenty one days to start building a habit, mm-hmm. and then three months for it to like be like ingrained in you yeah typically um some of mine things little notates and and i feel like this is another thing it kind of falls in line when you were saying like be realistic and uh look at obstacles my sister and i were talking this morning and she was you know i do believe like we speak things law of attraction right we speak things into our mindset and into our life and whether you know you think you can and or you think you can't like it's really comes down to how you foresee things um and believe in yourself and all of it but if you try to go too far fetched then one you're setting yourself up for failure because you're not going to be perfect no one is perfect and so you have to like allow yourself one of the things that i wrote down was practice self-compassion like there's not going to be every single day is not going to be the best day ever. You're not always going to be on it. There's going to be mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to be busy with work or life is real life is going to happen. And maybe that social media post goes to two times that week. But you know what? That's okay. Um, same thing for me. There's going to be times where yeah. I may have wine instead of a walk. <laughs> but, you know, it's. She's yeah. going to drink wine while on the walk. We've done that. That's a good one. <laughs> Put wine and you're like, what are those backpacks that do the water? <laughs> the camel back? <laughs> the camelback, but with wine. What did I tell you this week about you being a camel? Oh, that you were the most resilient. <laughs> what, what was that in regards she to? She was uh, working on editing our last episode. Y'all, oh. we are constantly learning. Yes. 
But it was a lot because we were merging his audio with ours. Yeah. So every so time we do, a lot. every time we do something new, we learn how to improve it the next time, mm-hmm. right? Um, but she was, I told her, I said, you're persistent and resilient. She compared me to a camel. <laughs> I, said, I was like, is that because I have a camel toe all the time? You're like a camel in the Sahara like, Desert. No, it's because you're resilient and persistent. And I'm like, okay. Is that why I'm single? Those are the kind of compliments I give? No. Maybe. I like them because it made me laugh. I like it. After eight hours of editing, probably more. It's like, you got this. You just yeah. keep going. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so there's that. Um, so my other goals are I need more sleep. Oh, God, me too. I mean, I sleep well. It's the, it's not, I'm not good at being, I'm not good at being good at going to bed on time at a I'm, decent hour. I, I figured out. She definitely isn't. She stays on the phone till four in the morning, which is wild. Only once in a blue moon. That's not every night. It's not the reason. And you know what? On that night, cause I went to bed late that night. I thought about texting you and saying, don't stay up on the phone all night <laughs> that I did it. And that was the night you did. Some conversations need to be had. Sometimes they're better at night. Uh, No, but one of my issues is that I, especially like right now, after when I'm used to working and staying up so late working, 12, Mm -hmm. 1 o'clock, it's real hard to break that habit of like in my mind, like where I kind of shift back into, oh, you want me to go to bed? Or even like doing things to get your mind to wind down. Right. Sometimes I will kind of take a break during the day and then pick back up and start working again later in the evening. Mm -hmm. And I need to stop doing that because it is hard for me to wind down after that. Yeah. No, I mean, I worked about eight o'clock last night. Uh, I'd taken a couple little breaks here and there, but then... And I felt good about it. I was like, oh, this is pretty early. This is every, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. good. Uh, cleaned the kitchen, put away, got everything packed away, like the rest of the Christmas stuff that I had. Like, it was already put away, but like consolidated. That. And then uh, and then I was like, you know what? I had like the hardest time. It was like, t- before I know it, it's 1230 and I'm in there washing my face to go to sleep. And then here comes the alarm at five o'clock in the morning. It was like 530. I mean, that's what time I've been seeing children get up in the morning. Ugh. I can't. And so, uh, and those stupid ass cats. Yeah. Anyway. She's got a lot going on over there. I don't like it. But what I was saying is like one of the things that I've figured out about myself is I will, I use that time. Like I spend so much of my day is given to everyone else, right? Like Mm -hmm. work, clients, kids, animals that when their bedtime comes around at nine o'clock, it's almost like those are my hours for myself. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm not ready to cut that off and go to bed right away. Lauren becomes you know? a drill sergeant. Sometimes we'll be on the phone and she'll be like, bed in 10 minutes, bed in 10 minutes. Because she knows now I can actually have my time. Sometimes you are just done parenting. Yeah, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love that. So I think that really it sounds like. Well, and I think it's really important. One last thing before we wrap up for this episode but to have accountability partner like maybe tell someone else your goals there you go I feel like me and Lauren are each other's accountability partners but tell someone else your goals even give them your goal list with your checkpoints and y'all keep each other accountable say hey did you get this done this week or even discuss like a time frame of hey I want to get this done this week like hold me accountable like that's going to be your best bet no, I, I 100% agree. And I think that that's, you know, for me, I, 
I'm, I think we need to help each other. But so get an accountability partner, get, write it down, make achievable, reachable goals. Mm-hmm. Um, also give yourself enough like compassion to understand that like life when, happens. Life happens. Well, and when I was going through like in the thick of that abusive relationship and trying to get out of it, I remember it was right before open enrollment and I had something really bad had happened and I was talking to my therapist and I said, I need to be doing a marketing campaign. I need to be doing all of these things. She said, Lauren, now is not the time to go start some strenuous workout. It's not the time. You are not <laughs> going to be the most networking, marketing on top of everything. She's like, uh, your clients don't know. People on the outside don't know. But you literally are trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so maybe just like grab a big blanket practice some self-care and Mm self-love and baby steps. And I didn't realize it then because I felt like a failure because we hold these like huge goals. But realistically, that was like the foundation that I needed to get to where I'm at now, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that wherever you are in your life path, be very realistic about the things that you can achieve with everything you have on your plate. Yeah, of course. And uh, if you have single eligible male friends... (laughs) Holla. Holla. <laughs> For me, not her, because she can't. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not yet anyway. Ugh, I know. What you got going this weekend? I don't know. Next weekend, I'm going out of town to Austin. What are you going to? Oh, yeah. You got to go be a boss bitch. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, I'm not sure. I was going to go with her, but. Have a a work thing that I have to go to and prep for. Dealing with with, uh, adult children. Adult (laughs) children. Leaders of the community. (laughs) And I'm their leader. Actually, I'm one of, one of, one of. Can't say that I'm the only. I am the only female, though. So, but yeah, no, it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this weekend, I'm not real sure. I'm chilling this weekend, and I honestly, that was one of my goals for this year is stop over committing. I love that because I would look up some days and have no weekends to relax, and I require that. And so, I was like that when I was like when I was younger, when I was your age, I would like yeah. fill my time and never have a moment. Well, and, and it's so, unintentional. I'm just like yeah. yes, yes, yes. I say yes to all these things, and then I look up, and it's like they are like burr, 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 burr. and I'm like shit. How did I get here? I, uh, that's really funny. Last night when I was thinking about our episode, I was thinking to myself, like, say yes, but also say no. Like, yeah. be able to say no, no for yourself. Say no. Yeah. No, thank you. Yes, please. Or nah. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> Good on that. <laughs> Good on oh, that. and I wanted to say thank you to one of our listeners, Michelle. She love or she, uh, is supporting my lover fart stories and sent me a deck of fart cards and it made me laugh so much. I love that. I just, I'm going to break out the fart cards and we're going to play a game, a drinking game one weekend. Maybe this weekend. Are they just regular playing cards? They're playing cards, but I think it gives you like different games to play with them. And it's like different. I don't it gives... love farts as much as you do. Why? They're so funny. <laughs> fart stories? I think it might have fart scenarios on it. I don't know. I'll have to open the deck and check it out. I think she will forever. She said that her family played it and they were like hysterically laughing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we'll see. Very fun. Well, we hope you guys kick ass. 
Yes. And uh, until next time. We'll see you next week. Bye.